Hello, everyone, and welcome. It is now the third day in a row of podcasting for me, I think. It is the second episode of Ian Hates Movies, and I have my special guest. This is Tristan. There we go. So we are going to do something different. The very first episode, the official first episode, uh, we did Star Wars, um, and I have my guest Kelly on. Uh, this this time I decided let's do something from the past, something that I personally love. Um, I felt like after, you know, to wash the taste out of my mouth from Star Wars, um, let's do a movie that I really enjoy, and that is The NeverEnding Story. Why in particular The NeverEnding Story of all the movies? Well, you know, uh, Tristan knows this, I'm not sure if anyone else does, but I am not a nostalgic person. Right. Um, I have things that I liked and I still continue to like, or I have things that I liked and I no longer I know you liked. still like Heathers, for instance. Yeah, oh, I'll never stop. You. Yeah, yeah. I think I even talked about that in the first podcast. Uh, oh. Heathers is like a top five movie for me. Right. Yeah. But this is, goes farther back. This is one of probably the first movies I saw um, when I was like able to see movies and understand mm-hmm. them. Um, my parents actually took me in Germany to see this movie because it was originally a German movie, um, and then it got big in the States. They did all the English casts and all that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, what about yourself? When did you get started on this movie? Um, I think I saw it when I was nine or ten. Yeah. Um, I told mentioned this a few times. I've actually seen the sequel way more times than I've seen the original, just through TBS and WGN and home video and TNT and. And for any. For anyone that doesn't know, the never-ending story truly is never-ending because yeah. it has two sequels, uh, and they are not good. Well, yeah. I know I'm sorry. I can't speak to the third one because I've never seen it. That has never been on TV that I know of. Yeah. Um, but that one has Jack Black as a bully who messes with Bastion, who's the lead character. How, how long ago was that? How old was uh, that? That was 94, I okay. think. Yeah. So this movie is early 80s. Um, okay. yeah, made very, very early eighties. Uh, but I never, that's the thing we, I, I might do a Ian hates movies about bad sequels. Okay. Well, I just want to go yeah, on one go side tangent since you brought up Jack Black being in an early nineties. Like, um, do you remember a movie called Angus? That name sounds really familiar. So it's this really overweight kid that he was on the football team, but he was on the line and he was blocking for James Vanderbeek, who was the quarterback and this, crushing the same girl. And wait, just, wait, wait! I've I've missed a James Vanderbeek movie. Oh, and he was yeah, oh absolutely oh, he was he was the dick. He was a quarterback in high the school. Beak. They were both they were both going after the same girl and. Oh, this sounds yeah, awesome. Was, okay, I'm gonna have to look this movie. It up. just reminded me a celebrity that years down the line came up with something like bigger, like Dawson's like, Creek, which like, I would assume is bigger. Yeah. And the Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. That's right. And Varsity Blues, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. We're definitely doing an Ian Hates for Varsity Blues, because that movie I love to hate or hate to love. You know, it's one of, the, yeah. one of the ways, but that is a great movie. Um, so that's when you got started with NeverEnding Story. Yeah. That's when I got started. Now, uh, a lot of people saw this movie when they were young. I don't think there there's much crossover um, but I do believe, you know, especially watching it recently again, that's why I wanted to do this. I think the movie holds up. And that's my personal opinion. I'm not sure if that's your opinion or not. I mean, it's definitely, you can tell, you see the special effects and everything oh, yeah. is definitely a sign of that times. But story overall and just 
the acting, the performance, everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I never. Um, this is one of those movies where I never thought the acting was an issue. Um, it didn't seem like even having the little kids. I thought they were doing a good job. Oh, just the smile on the trailer throughout the movie. Oh, yeah. mil- million dollars. Million well, bucks. besides all the shouting because he has to shout. Right. Like I, I enjoy that. I mean, when he's when he's talking or shouting to a huge giant tortoise, yeah. you kind of you know in a storm. He kind of right. has to do that. Uh, there was a website that put out a reasons not to like this movie when you're an adult thing, and they were making fun of that. And doesn't really make any sense to me because Be- it's a turtle coming up. Yeah, because he they said in order to show emotion, he shouts at everything. But if you look at the movie, he has to in the situations he's in. There's always something going on where he has to shout; yeah. otherwise, no one would be able There's to. It's a hear good him. like football field between him and the uh, turtle, at least. Yeah, so. he has to climb up a tree in yeah. order to get next to its face. He, he does, he's not CM Punk. He doesn't have a what is it? A bullhorn? Yeah, there's no. <laughs> There is no uh, bullhorn. There is no um, uh, pipe bomb. Yeah. There is no nothing. So I guess we've, we've talked about how much we, we do enjoy the movie, uh, but maybe we should give some background to it for those who don't know and then also those who know to kind of get you remembering. Uh, so Bastion is the lead character. He's probably, what, nine or ten maybe, yeah. somewhere around there. Um, and he, they start off the movie... Pretty depressing. I think uh, Pixar probably took a lot from this movie where you have to have someone die right or away. Someone, or have, yeah, yeah or have a loss. Has just died. Yeah. yeah. So his his mother has passed away, so it's just him and his father now. Yeah. Uh, so right away, you're like, oh, that, that blows. That seems pretty, like, not okay with it, but we got to move forward. Yeah, we, he, we have work to do. Like, I almost feel like she probably died like two days ago. Right. And he's like, hey, you got to do your homework and try out for the swim team. I mean, come on. We can't be held we back by your- just put her in the ground. Yeah. Can't be held back by your dead mom. Yeah. Come on, kid. I, I'm just, uh, yeah. I'm My wife just died, but I'm very disappointed you didn't try out for the swim team. Yes, and Bastion was not about that swim team at yeah. that time. So, yeah, you're right. You suck. Yeah. So- uh, that's the that's the main part, and then he's also bullied at right. school. So it seems like he goes to school in a city, um, even though he lives in the suburbs. So he's walking around the city, and you see right away they don't sugarcoat it. Three bullies chase him. Yeah. Go ahead. In a time when a kid that young could walk through New York City or a big city, whatever like big that, city, yeah, and yeah. no one would think anything. Just oh, he's going to school. Yeah, Th- those were the days, right? Yeah. So, unfortunately, these were also the days where no one would help this kid. Oh, absolutely. Because he he's chased by three bullies, and he jumps in. Or actually, well, he doesn't want to go Well, especially when you decide in. to run down an alley. Yeah, And there's true. no one there to help you. Yeah, yeah. because at, at that point, I guess parents and guardian, like older people would not help in that situation. So, he's like, no, let me get away. No, they would see him in an alley. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yes. So, he goes down, and he, doesn't, he gets caught, and they throw him in a huge-ass dumpster. <laughs> and I just laugh because they're like... Making fun of him, they wouldn't give his school lunch money, or whatever, and they leave. And this is one of my favorite parts: is he gets, he doesn't wait in the garbage. He gets out right away and walks out, and they're still waiting there. And they're like, "Get back in the fucking garbage!" <laughs> and he's like, "Not again!" And he it's, runs away. You think this has happened enough that he would be on the lookout? This cannot have been the first. Time. Yeah, Bastion's not the smartest. Yeah. We should probably also preface it with that. Yeah, yeah he's mean, not the smartest. As you know, he's about to get away from these bullies. He just runs into a random ass bookstore. Yep, runs into the yeah. bookstore, and you know maybe that bookstore was put there because he was running down yeah. the street. I don't know, uh, but he he walks in and books very old antique bookstore, mm. and right away 
the old guy that runs it, Mr. Coriander, um, is having none of this. Well, it kind of hit me. How much of a lead did he have on them that he was able to run in there and they didn't see him? I don't think they, continuity-wise, I don't think yeah. that they cared about that. We'll <laughs> just say it's a mysticism of the bookstore yeah. and Mr. Coriander. Sure. We can say it. We can say that. Sure. So he gets in there. Mr. Coriander's like, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but get the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, kid. Yeah, kid. Get the fuck out, kid. Uh, we don't have video games here. <laughs> <laughs> or comic books. Comic yeah. Books. Well, it was video games first. Yeah. And then Bastion was like, but I have tons and I have thousands of books in my, or hundreds of books in my house. And he's like, ah, those are comic books. And he's like, no. And he starts naming off like different Treasure classic, Island. Yeah. And yeah. All that. Yeah. All that and junk. Treasure Island. Yeah. All that junk. So Mr. Coriander now all of a sudden is like, oh. Wait a second, this kid actually reads, and I guess no one in the 80s read books, so he's all excited. Not books that complicated, obviously. Choose, Not with, they were with Choose Your Own Adventures, like Bernstein Bears, Boxcar with, Children. Were uh, Goosebumps around back then? Well, that was 90s probably, right? Fear Street may have been out there. Okay. I really enjoyed a nice Goosebumps book. Yeah. yeah. That was more of a Fear Street Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, you got to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was wow. I I jumped on the bandwagon with Goosebumps, so you were right. there with Fear Street first. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Goosebumps. So the whole point of this story is to get Bastion to get the never-ending story book, and it's a, a large book that has a uh, like two snakes that are in a certain concentric uh, figure to make this like medallion almost yeah. of two snakes, um, and. Mr. Coriander is like, oh, this is a great book, but you can't have it. And Bastion's yeah. <laughs> like, but I want it. And Mr. Coriander leaves. And oh, well, yeah, ring, ring, ring. Ring, ring, ring. Doop, 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 doop. <laughs> You're watching me slip this yeah, in, he under puts my it right, newspaper. Yeah, right. It's the perfect, I mean, this yeah. is a movie made for kids yeah. with a lot of adult like themes and everything in it. Yeah. But So yeah, he leaves the book in plain sight. Yeah. Bastion goes ahead and steals it. And I'm like, hey, this little shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> are we supposed to like this kid? Like, yeah. he's stealing. So, Mister. but then Mr. Coriander looks over, and he realizes it's gone, and a sly smile yeah. comes over I was like, his ah, face. Ah, he's yeah. supposed yep. to. Now, as a little kid, I don't remember how I reacted to this movie. Yeah. Um, but I know I liked it. Yeah. Go ahead. One big, just to back up a little bit. Yeah, sure. Further. Sorry, I'm just talking. He, so I know he helped himself into that dumpster. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, he didn't want to... He didn't he want to make it difficult. Himself. No, no, like, that would have been nice because those kids didn't look like they like, could lift him. Well, I mean, still, they he propped himself up. Was like, okay, I like he was trying to hop a fence to go into someone's yard. Maybe he was hoping get, there wasn't anything in the garden. I mean, he didn't come out covered in like banana peels and shit. I think he had like sawdust on him or well, something. That was a heavy door too. I was surprised he was able to prop it. I mean, it took both of them to slam it down. Shut. Tristan, wait until you see the movie and we talk about how there's a flying dragon. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. <laughs> it's going to blow your mind, man. So, by the way, I did. I forgot to mention the tagline of this movie. So, it's a never-ending story, and I really like this tagline. I'm not sure if you know it, Tristan. Nope. But it's, a boy who needs a friend finds a world that needs a hero. And I think it's oh, pretty wow. badass. That's awesome. That's a good one, right? They would never write a tagline for any movie like that. Well, days. what's the Fifty Shades of Black tagline? I like suck it, <laughs> <laughs> suck it. We want money. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, Fifty Shades of Grey was already a comedy. 
Wait, is how do you make a parody? Be, yeah, is this yeah. supposed to be a parody. It's about? a parody movie of like how Marlon Wayans did uh, a haunted house and as a parody like, of Paranormal Activities and all that kind well, of stuff. And he did Scary Movie, the that yeah. franchise too. He's right? he's big on those parodies of bad movies already, right. kind of thing. So, anyways, all right, sidetracked again. So, Bastion doesn't want to go to school. He's yeah. an outcast. He's bullied. Whatever. Yeah. He goes up into his school, which I thought was crazy. Breaks the lock to get the key to go to the attic because apparently the school has an attic and in big in a big city like that yeah and won't notice that the break glass thing is broken and that yeah. the key is gone yeah and that was an attic like on a farm not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah not a school attic there wasn't anything school I mean, related i see stuff maybe gym like, mats a little bit like stuff that could have been used in a school play yeah halloween Something. festival right. but so yeah Nothing, nothing there. It was obviously they didn't really know what they were, but it didn't matter. I mean, what is it? You know, we're we're nitpicking. We're nitpicking. I was just talking about the weight of a dumpster door. So I mean, well, you we're can gonna, be, we're gonna do this. Yeah, like, you, why didn't he? Why didn't he? You can be literal Tristan. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. It's fine. So movie, yeah. movie mistakes, man. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a great nickname yeah. right there. Movie mistakes. I used to go to the movie mistakes. Triple M. I used to go to the moviemistakes.com website and look at like. When you can see the cameraman in a reflection, or in one shot, he's he's like got his jacket on, and in another shot, he's oh yeah, yeah. switching, it's off or something like that. You're triple M, just like he's triple B. He's <laughs> That's he's he's Bastion Bartholomew Bucks. I thought it was Baltazar. Oh crap! What is it? Baltazar. Baltazar. Yeah. yeah, either Bartholomew. Who's that? Is that? Oh, that's Bart from yeah. The Simpsons. Yeah. Okay, fuck me. All right, so he's reading the book. And he realized he's getting kind of lost in it. Um, and it's about a, a fantasy land called Fantasia. Mm-hmm. So we see Fantasia uh, and we see some of the weird creatures um, and we go to the ivory tower. Yeah. All right. Well, the when the rock biter came up, there was that nice Indiana Jones effect where he was rolling his cart up and like, oh, oh shit, we're gonna get school. Oh. I skipped ahead. You're right. I did skip yeah. ahead. Yeah. So you you find this huge, huge ass rock guy, and he's apparently a rock biter because these rock guys eat rocks, yeah. so they eat themselves. Yeah. Really. So it's kind of weird. And yeah. he runs up to a giant. Uh, well, for the land itself, not to him because he's already a huge mungus. Um. A giant slug, mm-hmm. uh, a guy with a top hat who's yeah. like a Mad Hatter, a weird goblin guy, yeah, and a huge bat that's yeah. upside sleeping, down. sleeping upside down. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Of course, it would be a racing snail. They couldn't just make it like a fast animal. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a racing snail, which made it more fun. Yeah, so, it's ironic. I guess. Yeah, it's ironic. So yeah. the rock biter comes up and he's like, "Hey." You know, do you mind if I camp here with you guys tonight? Oh, you've got these really delicious rocks, so we yeah. eat some and blah blah. And well, do you want to go to that plot point? Well, he th- he thought it was he said it was limestone. I thought like there was a little bit of quartz on that, and <laughs> I was proven right. It's proven right. He's, he was very good at eating those rocks yeah. and telling what was in said he was, rocks. He's a sommelier of rocks. <laughs> That's where I first learned about geology. <laughs> it, was, it was great when I was a kid. So the major plot point comes up that Fantasia is being pretty much eaten or destroyed by a nothing. And basically, they each talk about how in each quadrant of Fantasia that they've come from, that this nothing is just like eating whatever. Like They'll have a lake, and then all of a sudden it won't be there. That kind of thing. You slowly realize it's the what they played over the opening credits over the awesome theme. 
Oh, yes. With the ominous cloud. And we are going to sing that song later, yeah. but you're going to have to wait until later for yeah. that. Um, so they decide, hey, let's get our asses to the ivory tower yeah. because that's where the childlike empress is and she'll know what to do. Right. So make their way there. Bastion's yeah. enjoying himself this, reading. They're still cutting back to him this reading is, this every is once in a while. This the first in a long line of, wow, they're just there, huh? Or like, wow, it's th- like a lot of, we got we to gotta keep this going. We got to keep this moving. Yes. Yeah. And it's not that it's, like it's not boring in any place, and I think the scenery is good, and I think they're doing, but they've got to move this story along yeah. because it's not a book. Well, it's so not, they can't, it's not rushed, but it's just yeah. like, all right, we're here. Yeah, they can't go 10 pages or 20 pages talking about the journey that they took to get to the yeah. ivory tower. They're just, you know, they're there. Like That's Lord the whole the point. Yeah, right. It's like right, Game of exactly. Thrones. Oh, if only. Yeah. If only. But so they get to the ivory tower, and... Uh, more weird creatures and everything. All the all the characters from Fantasia are there, and they want to know from the childlike empress what's going on. So tall dude, who Tristan, how do you explain his forehead? What the, the foreheads? Yeah, the, the foreheads? well, yeah. What has he got on oh, his? Yeah, oh, oh no, he yeah. He's got like a a ridge or a wave, a fin or something. Yeah, fin, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, I guess, in charge of the empress, and he's like, hey. <laughs> Fuck! I know why you guys are here, but this. And by the way, when I when I swear, that's not happening in a kids movie. Okay, I'm, I'm, this is me paraphrasing. So it's like Ferengi, like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's a great way. You know, the forehead. I up. mean, we have nerds listening, yeah. so it's fine. Uh, so and he's got a long beard and a robe, and he looks like Spacey too. Yeah. Uh, and he's basically saying, you know, the Empress is sick. Uh, this is mysteriously tied to the nothing as well. Um, and he goes, we need a hero, and we got this guy, uh, Atreyu, okay. who's a huge warrior. I think it it should be a lot to be brought. This should be a lot to be brought up. Why can't he have weapons? Why can't he start his journey without without weapons? Well, you skipped ahead. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, yeah. well, yeah, let's just go. We'll get to that question. Okay. So, Atreyu shows up, and it's basically a kid Bastion's age. Um, he looks like a Native American, and he shows up, and everyone laughs. And they're like, what? A kid can't save Fantasia. This is ridiculous. And I guess as the viewer and probably reader of the book that this is based on, you're supposed to go like, no, I'm a kid and he's a kid and we could save, you know, this is supposed to (laughs) give you courage as a kid. Like you can do this. And it's doing the same for Bastion because they cut back to him and he's like, that's a kid, you know, that kind of thing. Um, And then what Tristan brought up is Atreyu's like, well, fuck all you. Like, I'll go home. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, I'll go back and hunt purple buffalo. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, and the guy's the like, plains. Finn guy is like, no, 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 uh, no, you're a hero. He gives him the medallion, basically called the Orin, that was on the book. Yeah. Itself is he that from Fantasia as well, Atreyu? All of them, yes. Okay. Every okay. creature except for Bastion. So, because nothing will get him then if he doesn't do anything. Like he can't hunt any purple buffalo. Well, anymore. since he's a warrior, he probably thinks he can defeat the nothing no matter what. That's true. That's all I just, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yes. I don't Guesstimating. Know. We're, we're answering so many crazy questions. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Atreyu takes the mission, but the guy says, like what Tristan said, you have to leave your weapons here. And here's Orin that does nothing. He, he didn't just even is question necklace. it. He's like, are yeah. you serious? Like, yeah. I was trained. Right, yeah. yeah. The the Orin gives him uh, the ability to speak for the Empress, but that's all. There's no special that's a weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess he that's can it. Throw yeah. the Orin at someone. Right. Yeah. I swing actually it, that thing it. would probably hurt. Like that's kind of badass. Say how heavy was it? Was it? Because he didn't. It didn't. It didn't make him lean over. 
wasn't that heavy. I think what I read was that Steven Spielberg still has like the original prop or something like that. So he we would. could always we could always ask him. He would. I don't know. We're we're close friends, right? Oh that. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a Liverpool fan. Yeah, well then every good person <laughs> is. <laughs> so uh Atreyu, so now you've got your quest. So in a storyline, you've got your hero, actually maybe even two heroes, who knows? Two heroes, you've got your quest, and now you gotta go do it. So now's where they show Atreyu with great orche- uh, orchestral music. Oh, I yeah, think I love it. Like I wish I wish we could play clips of that on here, but I'm not sure legally about all that stuff. But the song is great. It's not the techno never ending story song that we'll get to later. It's the orchestral like This was cinematic. Yes, very yeah. cinematic. like the stuff you'd expect from you know, a Lord of the Rings or something like yeah. that, but a little bit more high tempo. Perfect for a kid galloping yeah. throughout just random Fields, pastures, deserts. And that's what What's he's doing. Value? They're showing him Bastion. They cut back to him. He's all engrossed in the story. He's eating a little bit of his lunch. As he is wont to do throughout yep. the movie. And he's like, I got to save this, though, because we got a long journey to go. Yeah, exactly. So, so Atreyu's on Artex. Artex, are, it's spelled A-R-T-A-X, but it sounds like he says Artex. Like, I don't know if there's Artax, Artex, something like that. It's that's his horse. That's his pronunciation yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's his horse. Yeah. So that's how they say it on the plains where they hunt purple buffalo. Oh, yes. That's, that's right. <laughs> All right, give me a second. I'm going to take a drink. You got to cover this, Tristan. I mean, what tribe would he be from? Yeah, well. They have their own, you know, dialect. Then you get to while he's while he's traveling around. <laughs> you get to and you don't know his name yet, but I'm going to tell you what his name is. His name is Gamork. Oh, thank you. I forgot what oh, his name yeah. was. He is a badass wolf. Yes, he yeah. is. And the eyes. Yeah, he's really pissed off. Yeah. And he is looking for the person that's holding the Orin. Yeah. Uh, because if he can kill that person, then the nothing will win. Right. Because this is the only person, apparently. Yeah. Now, this is where people complain about the movie because it gets very depressing. Because basically, so everything was happy. You know, sun was shining. Atreyu and um, and Artex are traveling around and they're looking for basically what their mission is is they're supposed to find we do we even say what the mission was to find the cure find, for the child the, for the empress for the childlike empress yeah right. so they're looking around for that and now they've come to this sadness swamp yeah. it's called I think it's literally called a sad it, it reminds swamp me of that wasteland in uh, Fury Road that they eventually oh yes going to. that no absolutely yeah yeah. yeah. Oscar-nominated movie, by the way, which is crazy. Uh, but so <laughs> the movie gets very sad and depressing because now they are just trudging through like feet and feet of mud, and it's gross. There's no sun. It looks like a swamp. Yeah. Uh, and the the legend of this swamp is that if you get sad, you start to sink yeah. until you can't come back anymore. Which is already fucking sad for a kid <laughs> right. for a kid to hear, anyways. Um, now, as a backstory, um, I actually read that they had to train a horse to do this because this is the sad part right away. Is Artex can't handle the sadness and he fucking starts sinking, right. and Atreyu loses his mind. And this was the sad part because I don't have a problem with any person dying in a movie, but when an animal dies. I'm all fucked up. How'd you feel at uh, I, am, I Am Legend? Oh, dude, I can't even... I, you don't know, let's not talk about I that. don't even want to talk. Uh, I will tell you this. I despise that fucking movie. Um, not for that part, but because they 
they ruined the book. Well, yeah, yeah. The book is so great, and the dog parts in it, it's actually even worse in the yeah. book. But I actually might do an Ian Hates for that because I hate well, that movie quickly, so much. Well, quickly, you know, it was supposed to be the original ending, but it didn't test right with test audiences. But even that, it. I don't know if you even know this from the book, the vampire, first of all, the creatures that are in the movie are like some weird-ass like mutant vampires or something who can't speak. In the book, they're just vampires who they just they're humans that turned into vampires right. basically so there's nothing like they're s- stronger i think but really they're just they're not there's nothing supernatural yeah there's nothing so they talk so like the people that used to live around him who are now vampires are like hey fucking get out of your house so we can kill you like that's yeah. what they, anyway. they don't yeah they don't go crazy anyways yeah there's no frank he's not talking to mannequins and bullshit like that anyways (laughs) so (laughs) we will i actually might do i'm glad you brought that up because i probably will do an ian hates for that um so yeah so now they're in the sadness swamp and fuck us all uh artax cannot handle the sadness and he starts to sink one smudge of mud on his cheek everything else is clean now and bastion is crying sorry we have the movie in the background just so we can you know it's easy to be like oh remember that uh so uh, Atreus starts losing it. He's like calling to Artex. He's like, come on, Artex, you can do it. Like, don't let the sadness get you. I need you, all this stuff. And that's the sad part. And what I what I was watching was I watched to see if it was a real horse once it got down to its neck and stuff. Like, what horse would let you do that to them? Because he's sinking in a whole shitload of mud. And it turns out they had to train a horse to do that. So there's no mannequin. There's no nothing. There was a horse that let them... Just continually lower him into lots of mud. Peter had no sweat yeah. way la- back then, not back in nineteen eighty. I would have been scared as hell. <laughs> like, so the sadness does. Eat. It's there's no happy ending. Artex cannot handle the sadness and he perishes. So that I understand why parents would be a little bit iffy about that with kids, but I mean, conflict. It's Fantasia conflict. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, the hero. Has to go through the conflict. They're facing to get, yeah. this nothing thing that's about to consume them. That's just as bad. Yeah, you I mean, do you want to lose? Do you want to? You want to lose slash die yeah. from the nothing or from the sadness uh, swamp? You know, like this is a quest. It's collateral damage. Yeah. <laughs> so you had to lose. If you're going to lose something, you can't lose a Treyu. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're going to become an awesome metal core band exactly. in the future. So <laughs> Treyu has to make it. So Atreyu's trudging along, and he's getting sad, but he's not sinking. He's still making it. And then finally he gets to the Ancient One, which is, I believe the name is Morla, and that's the The huge-ass tortoise. The shell mountain that he finds. Yeah, he he gets there's a huge shell, and he climbs on. He doesn't know what it is. It starts rumbling. He falls down in the mud, and now here comes this huge, mungus tortoise. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to even explain how big it is. Basically, he has to climb up a tree to talk to its face. In the long shot, it took me a minute to see him actually on the top, holding under the tree. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he hangs on, and then he, he ends up falling. Yeah. Um, so what happens then is it turns out Morla's been alone for thousands of years or whatever, so it talks to itself now. So it always in the Wii and all that kind of stuff. So he's asking, hey... How do I save the childlike empress? What you know? What can be done? And Morla's like, I know, but well, I'm not going to tell you. Ki- yeah, we, we know. Yeah, we know. Thank you for correcting that. Yeah. We know, but we're not going to tell you. Yeah. And he's like, What the fuck? 
Like, yeah. tell me, I, I, this is for every. If the nothing comes, it'll kill you too. And Moro's like, I don't care. Like, yeah. we are bored. All and, the while sneezing, yeah, and sneezing, knocking, him knocking off his tree. Off, yeah. So he's shouting because, of course, there's a fucking storm. It's a swamp, and he's talking to a huge yeah. ass tortoise. And smartly, he's getting into a tree to climb up. And yeah, I thought it was really to smart. Eye yeah. to eye, right. not be in the swamp and possibly sinking because he's. I would be sad too if it's like. Tr- Turtles bullshitting me. Yeah, seriously, that the, that turtle's a dick. Yeah, <laughs> speaking in the group person. Yeah, and what I liked was, uh, um, this has a connection to the Dark Tower because they often talk about a turtle having the universe on it. Oh, and okay. this actually was very similar to me. Like I understood it's an ancient creature, like that kind of thing. So I liked it. Yeah. Um, but basically, Morla like fucks around with them and then's like, I don't know. Why don't you go talk to the other ancient one? That's like. The oracle thing that's like so fucking far away. There's yeah. no way you're getting to it without a horse. The southern one. Yeah, it's the southern, southern one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember. I remember certain names, but I don't remember every. I thought like, I just saw a face in the turtle's like nose right now as we're watching. It's this possible movie. they might have. It may might have been like a hidden thing like, or something. Like C3PO and R2D2 in the hieroglyphics in Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, there is almost a face in there. All right, everyone, when you watch this movie again or watch it for the first time, <laughs> look for a face in the big tortoise's mouth. I, is it turtle or tortoise? I, I'm normally saying t- tortoise. Okay, this is based talk, on talk, a childhood talk, of talk. going to the San Diego Zoo. I'm going to go with a tortoise. Okay. Because those are the ones that they were big and they lived like hundreds uh, of years. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so we'll go with that one yeah. too. So Atreyu gets pissed. Um, the tortoise leaves and he starts trudging through the swamp. Yeah. And now it's getting really sad though. And you can see him kind of start to sink. Now, while this is happening, uh, Gamork the wolf creature who you don't really know is chasing him he has started his quest yes and he is gaining on atreyu and you're like what the fuck is going to happen and bastion's freaking out while he's reading the book too just like we are freaking out watching the movie of him reading the book of what's happening to atreyu (laughs) (laughs) so i hope people enjoy this like i enjoy talking (laughs) about this movie i hope people like actually enjoy listening to this so we'll, we'll see how this goes they'll at least listen the enjoy part we'll yeah get that, to that li- we'll, we'll find out later yeah we'll we'll hope we'll hope for that um so Atreyu is badass but he is he's trudging along how is he gonna get to the southern oracle through the swamp and all this stuff they could have spent at least one minute of him like trying to keep up hope trying to stay happy and not get sad but nope damn no. it I've got to go ten thousand miles yeah it's sad. just it's too much it's yeah. too much so the wolf is Gamork is is coming after him he doesn't see him and as and you kind of see this thing in the sky you don't know what it is it looks like a ribbon dancer ribbon yeah that, that's right that's right that is a good way to put it now that ribbon ends up being so fucking badass because what that is is that is falcor another fucking, band yeah yes another band that's right falcor the fucking luck dragon Comes down. <laughs> I want a shirt that says that. And I swear, we'll, we'll get no, to that. Falcor on the front and then on the back. Yeah, the fucking, the luck, fucking luck dragon. So he he shows up and he pulls up a Treyu right before Gamork has a chance uh, to like catch him. And by the way, Bastion school is out, but he still decides not to go home. Why not? I think he's just so enthralled with the story. It's like right now, we couldn't stop this podcast if we wanted to because we're so enthralled with doing it. 
He could read it on the subway home. I see. <laughs> I see people doing it every day. Well, let's hope. Let's hope yeah. that people are listening. Yeah. That they're so enthralled with this that they can't pause when they get home. They're like, I'm gonna stay on the subway for a little bit longer till I'm done with. We this. live in a Bluetooth age. I just go from my Bluetooth headphones to my Bluetooth speaker and whatever podcast that is true. I'm listening. I do to. love my Bluetooth headphones. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty badass. Anyway, so so, so Falcor comes and he saves the day, and I have coined my very first hashtag that I'm very very proud of and what I'm I'm hoping people hear this because we were retweeted by a ton of people that I don't know because I actually promoted this one because I knew I was going to have it up and that you were going to do it with me um I I hashtag phrase what would Falcor do I'm very (laughs) proud of that and I that's how I want to live my 2016 is what would Falcor do because Falcor is fucking awesome he is great go ahead we can listen to them and Get a more of a tune of what their what their lyrics say and live a life accordingly. Atreyu? Yeah. Or, or Falcor. Falcor. Or Falcor. Yeah. You I mean, I could live my life according to Atreyu <laughs> lyrics too. <laughs> I just saw them live like two months ago again. Uh, but we can that's a separate So thing. the Falcor rescues him and he wakes Atreyu wakes up and his wounds have been dressed. Where did his wounds come from? Was it falling from the I think it was the constant falling. Plus, you got to think when you look at that swamp, there were so many di- like broken trees and stuff in it. I bet you he didn't. It wasn't just mud that he was trudging right. through the whole time. Like he probably had a ton of cuts and shit. Well, not around the t- when he was still dress- messing with uh, Artex, he still looked like a Backstreet Boy from the waist up. Yeah, he's got some so, damn good hair. Yeah. You gotta you gotta admit oh, yeah. that. Yeah, his complexion too. I'm a young boy, but yeah. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Uh, <laughs> The, and this is the big podcast that's going out. I know this is the one everyone's going to listen to. Don't worry, I'll I'll make sure the FBI gets a copy of this. It'll be great. So this, if the FBI is going to investigate me for something, this is not going to. be... It might as well be this little minor one. Oh shit! Always- I said, oh shit! I said minor. <laughs> All right, we're gonna get. All right, we're, we're, even, we're even. Yeah, there we go. So Ian doesn't hate kids. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that one. <laughs> All right, now I'm laughing. All right, give me a second. I gotta sip this. All right. So finally, Atreyu wakes up, and he's with Falcor, and he's never seen a luck dragon before because I would assume they're rare. I assume he's one of the only ones. Much like Rockbiter, I feel like he's the only one in existence. Until the second movie. But right. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> so, yeah. Falcor so wakes up, and it, it's almost like he's in a complete... I guess they're in the, the southern area, because it's all bright skies. He's not around the swamp anymore. Um, and Falcor has a badass voice, too. And I wish I could do an impression. I do have, like, a... I am getting over, like, a cold... But I still can't do how badass Falcor well, sounds. This this also with Atreyu petting him behind the ear, this is a very like um Daenerys Drogon moment from Game of oh, Thrones. Oh, from Game of Thrones, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing, like Atreyu's Atreyu wakes up, he's like, Whoa, where am I? What's going on? The fuck is yeah, this? Thing? It's like, what do you want from me? And Falcor goes, Well, I do have an itch behind my ear. <laughs> and, and Falcor's huge, yeah. so it's like his whole ear is the size of a Treyu. So Treyu goes back and scratches, and that's it. Always reminds but me, but he's like, a ribbon. He can just whip his tail around. Well, he looks like a dog, but he's a dragon. Like this is what the apparently the director or writer um, 
thought he would look like, but in the book, that's not it what just, he really looks like. With the hair like coming down with his ears, he just has a very just head-wise Hulk Hogan-y look if he was a dragon monster. I with like the bandana if you put a bandana over it. I think we're gonna have to get a designer to design that picture for us. As Around long as he's not TNA-ish fucking racist, Hulk Hogan. I, I hope he's not racist. That's he all. He just saved the trail. Yeah, of course not. No, Falcor's a shit. He could never be racist. Yeah. There's there's no fucking way. What would what would Falcor yeah, do? Exactly. Not be racist. Exactly. So so Falcor turns out a trail. He's like, what's going on here? He's like, hey. You're near the Southern Oracle. Oh, and Falcor has a fucking great laugh, too. <laughs> He's like, ha, 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 Anyways. Um, so now there are these two old people. Um, it reminded me of, like, Billy Crystal in uh, A Princess Bride. Right, yeah. Remember, yes, like, yes. Some, a similar interaction type of thing? And it turns out that these are little dwarves, I guess. So they're, they're much smaller than Atreyu. But they are the experts, at least the... The um, husband yeah. is the expert it's, it's a, in the Southern Order. He's a scientist and, and his wench. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does call her wench <laughs> several oh, times, several, several times because she's just busting his balls. Wench to yeah. the witch. Yes, that's <laughs> no. yeah, wench to wench. So come hither, Heather. There you go. Um, let me see. So, but um, so he introduces. They're like, oh, this is great. Like, I can show you the Southern Oracle. So he takes them up, and I hope it is Southern Oracle, right? I hope I'm not yeah, saying that Yeah, it's a Southern wrong. Oracle. Yeah. So met one other movie that just has the Oracle as a thing that someone has to look for, much like the Matrix. Oh yes. Oh, not that Oracle though. That was, that was the first Oracle was great. The rest yeah. of them were were yeah. not good. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah. So it's oh, they're gnomes. They're yeah. gnomes. That's what they are. I was trying to look for the word. They're gnomes. Um. So they take they take uh um, yeah, you up to see this like weird telescope that he built to see the first part the first test yeah. of the southern oracle and that basically is something i read that the director or the writer whoever is very ashamed of um he said i don't like the pyramid strippers that we put in this movie <laughs> i did notice some titties yeah there's um these big huge statues uh, that shoot beams of light that kill people are Basically naked, and there are two huge ones, and they have huge breastuses as well. Okay, I thought you were about to, you were intimating that the the beams come from their tits. They should have. I mean, why not? I just, they do not. Their eyes were the things that lit up, so, you know. Well, you're always supposed to look in the eyes. Remember, the eyes are up here. That's true. So they go ahead and. So you got something to look at while you're talking. Oh, Tristan. So misogynistic. Jeez. Can't believe I'm just it. quoting Family Guy. What the hell? <laughs> I know, I know. And and their audience knows too. Yes, they better. Yeah. Uh, or I'm in deep. Yeah, you're. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I have explicit content on this for <laughs> iTunes. That's fine. Um. So and they have these huge ass gigantic wings that come around too. They look like sphinxes or sphinx eye, however you want to say the the plural. The Luxor thing. Yeah, yeah, but with you know naked breasts. Yeah. Um. So as opposed to clothed breasts which would be completely nonsensical in this yeah situation. it wouldn't even make any sense because yeah. they're fucking stone yeah. or whatever this is like um the heavy metal episode of south park where it was just gratuitous breasts but it was only two pairs in this case but oh yeah the hard rock uh or heavy metal yeah one yeah yeah, yeah. that's true when they were cheesing yes that's right <laughs> fucking south park's so good yeah. we get off on tangents tristan we but gotta... that's okay that's okay on this for me for me that's fine well yeah right, right. 
Well, you like the movie too. Yeah, yeah. of course. So <laughs> otherwise, I wouldn't be. Here. Well, right, right. So they're doing. So they're looking through their telescope, and they're saying, "Okay, well, this is the first trial, the first test, or whatever, to get to the Southern Oracle." So they see a knight show up, and he's all fancy. He and, just happens to be there. Yeah, it just it's perfect timing. Yeah. Uh, and the the thing is, the test for this oracle is if you if your self worth is actually less than what you're putting out there. Like if you don't have the self worth that you think you do. Yeah. The oracle's eyes will open and shoot a death beam at you that will kill you instantly. Or fry you. Yeah, fry you pre- pretty much because you end up pretty much struck by lightning. Yeah. Basically. So he looks all big and bad, but when he gets up close to the oracle, the eyes start to open and it hits him. So, and he dies. So they're all sad. But Atreyu says, hey, I'm a warrior. I got to go do this. And he doesn't. Can we talk about this telescope real fast? This is a nice contraption with the crystals and the liquids. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, this isn't. (laughs) Unlike any other telescope I've ever seen. I hope I didn't mislead the audience by by thinking this was just a normal telescope. (laughs) We are in Fantasia, folks. This is a awesome, like, chemical engineering. Marvel. Yeah, weird-ass telescope that probably does other things that we don't even know about. Because why would you have liquids in your telescope? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. We need to save people like this. This is why. This is why we can't. This is why Fantasia lives matter. Yeah, they don't. (laughs) They don't even. Yeah, he doesn't help anyone. He's not calling out to people like, "Hey, don't go near there unless you know your self worth is high enough." Right. (laughs) Why didn't he go post a sign somewhere? (laughs) Go ahead. So Trey, anyways, so Atreyu with no Falcor starts walking towards the Southern Oracle, and he feels like everything's good. but the gnome is a little worried. Then he thinks he's going to do it. Uh, he takes the Orin on his on his uh, neck and he kind of holds it and starts thinking, you know, like, I got this. I got this. Which yeah. is good psycho. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. Yeah. People like me. And gosh darn yeah. it, people like me. Yep. Now it looks as he gets closer to the breasts of the <laughs> Oracle. <laughs> it looks like he's going to make it. But he starts to have a little self-doubt. Once he sees the fried adult yeah. <laughs> that had all fancy armor and yeah, yeah, the knight, the fucking knight. Did the horse get fried too, I assume? No, I think he ran away. Yeah, okay, that's what I assume. They they can't kill multiple horses in, yeah. in this movie. It so, directly went right at the knight's head, so or at least upper body. Yeah, so. yeah, they were pretty good shots. I mean, the breasts are far enough down that they don't block the ray. They're so. just so... Pr- like pronounced. They're really like, there, yeah. And that is something I did not notice when I was a, a kid. This is a children's movie. Yeah. Nor did my parents point that out. Like, yeah. oh, that's those are breasts, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah. that, did, that didn't happen. So I hope my parents are listening to this podcast because they taught me incorrectly. So he sees he sees the, mm. the charred remains of this guy. And oh, no, his self-confidence is shot. Yeah. He starts to see the eye open. But he goes, fuck that, I'm not going to wait around like this dumbass knight. And he runs. So when they shoot, they just explode in air. Yeah. He, he makes evades the yes. uh, beams. He does a very good job of that. So as he evades, uh, the gnome guy goes down to his wench and starts like being like, yay, he made it. But what we forgot is there's a second yeah. title because Atreyu was just so gung-ho, like, let me go save the princess and shit. He doesn't even know there's going to be a second one. Yeah, so the gnome's process is much like the underpants gnome's process, which is first gate, 
So Southern Oracle or Prophet. Yes, there you uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Prophet. Yeah. So what's badass is Falcor doesn't even care what they say because he's like, it's a Treyu. Like he'll be able to do the second test. It's not a, it's not a problem. Yeah. Um now, Tristan, do you remember <laughs> what the second test is? He had to look into something. There's a huge ass mirror in yeah. a bunch of snow. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's snowing there. Um, and he looks in the mirror and it's supposed to show you what's really inside. And apparently that freaks a lot of people out and drives them insane. It certainly uh, drove Bash in, uh, to freak out. Yeah, and that's exactly what happens is Atreyu walks up to the mirror. And who does he see inside the mirror, Tristan? Now you tell me. <laughs> I think, if I'm not mistaken, he sees Bastion. The yeah. question is, ah, it's Bastion reading. Yeah. It's not Bastion just looking at him. But yeah. so Bastion's reading this and now gets freaked out, and I think he has a hissy fit, if yes. this is the time. Yeah, he has a hissy fit, and he throws the book. Yeah, while this he's can't in be the real. Alley. Yeah, this can't be real. It's like David at the dentist. Is this real life? Exactly. <laughs> we are making so many references. We should have a reference counter. There should be a game for Ian Hates Movies for shots for references, references. made. Yep, for obscure references. So, Bastion uh, finally gets his nerve back. Uh, he picks up the book, starts reading again, and gets his courage. And since he got his courage, that also allows, I think, Atreyu to go ahead and walk through the mirror, and he's okay. Yes. So, now they get to the next, the actual oracle itself. Now, it's similar to the Sphinxes, but they're glowing blue. Yeah. And their breasts are out as well. Yes. So. So, just blue breasts. Yeah. Blue, blue hued blue breasts, yeah. around the blue, blue hue. Yeah. Say that two times fast. <laughs> blue hued breasts. <laughs> Damn. Say his name. <laughs> Akreyu. <laughs> Say Bastion's full name. Bastion Baltazar Box. Yeah, see, there oh, you go. See. You got it. So, if I'm not mistaken, the Southern Oracle was a lot nicer. Yes. Uh, Southern Oracle says that the answer to the illness of the childlike empress lies beyond... The boundaries of Fantasia. Yes. And Atreides is like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, I don't get it. Fantasia like, ends? Yeah, I don't I don't understand. Um, they start falling apart from the nothing. Yeah. And he jumps on Falcor and Falcor's like, Don't fucking worry about it, man. We're gonna why'd I do that voice? That didn't make any, that didn't make any <laughs> okay, sense. Okay, Kofi Kingston. Yeah, that, <laughs> that sense. He's like <laughs> Miss Ian Cleo. Over here. Yeah. Well, oh my <laughs> so god, good. another reference. So good, man. Another so good, man. <laughs> I'll try my Falcor, so it's like, um, don't worry, Atreyu. <laughs> we'll make it to the end of... <laughs> All right, I started lying. I couldn't, I couldn't do any more of it. I will get that impression down. Um, oh, thank God I didn't. My Irish impersonation on the Total Package podcast oh, that was, terrible. was so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> so we will. All right, we'll talk about yeah. that later too. To our Irish friends, please listen to that impersonation. Oh yes, it's really yes, bad. yeah. You'll you'll love it. <laughs> so, Atreyu gets on Falcor. Falcor says, "Don't worry, we will make it to the ends of Fantasia." Um, but they fly around and they realize, wait a second, there isn't like where's the where's the end? Yeah. And when they try to get to the end. Unfortunately, they run into the nothing. Yeah. Now they have a nice scene where they're going around looking at the great parts of Fantasia yeah. still, and that great orchestral music is playing. Yeah. Um, Bastion is kind of 
hunkering down for the night apparently and i still his father just doesn't yeah. care about him whatsoever um so he's, he's at just, work yeah he's at work he's he's getting that money since yeah. the wife is gone. exactly <laughs> we gotta move ahead exactly. gotta move ahead son <laughs> as far as he's concerned bastion's at swim practice now yeah so. he must have grown some balls and forgotten about his dead mom and yeah. went for swimming practice and the, he never showed up for class so no one in the school knows he's actually there yeah yeah, yeah. no one and that was back in the day where i don't think like teachers called parents <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. if they, they showed up like, they oh. showed up yeah it was like oh they're not here okay yeah. absent whatever and he's not a like a truant officer of warren you know Right. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing to worry about there. Yeah. So, uh, they go through, and then all of a sudden, uh, Falcor hits the nothing, and drops the Treyu. He also drops Orin, um, at the bottom of the ocean. It seems. Yeah. So a Treyu can't find Falcor. He's yelling for him. Can't find him. Shows up in this, uh, uh like this broken down city, basically. Not Silver City. Not Emerald. Not like any of that kind of stuff. But like a broken down regular yeah. city. Um, and runs into Rockbiter. Yeah. And but Rock Batter is really fucking sad because it turns out that Bat Guy and the Fat Snail, Snail and the, the Goblin Guy and the Bat they're all dead. And it's like the nothing took them. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. I was wondering if they were gonna come back to them and oh they're dead. Yeah, they're just dead. So the Rock is really sad and he's like, I think when the nothing comes I'm so just gonna sit here. He's a rock biter named Rockbiter. Yeah, I think they call him Rockbiter too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not Rockbiter two. Because we know there's Rockbiter a luck. It's a well. luck dragon named Falcor. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A Rockbiter named. Yeah. Okay. So this is another kind of sad part. You know, there's no Falcor. Uh, Rockbiter is just basically waiting for death. Um, and nothing's hot on Atreus' heels. Okay. Another reference. He, he's he's looking at his hands like the little kid in Little Giants. It's like I put gloves on you and you're cold. I wash you when you're dirty. We should do strong. Yeah, yeah, we we should do a Ian hates for that as well. Yeah. I would, oh, oh yeah. Oh, I'm I in, would definitely I'm do in. a little. Yeah, for sure. Al it's, Bundy, just like, as well, yeah, as a football. Just like we have to do Sandlot, yeah. and we have to do Sandlot um, two and Mighty Sandlot Ducks one, two, and three, and yeah, yeah all that stuff. We'll so, get there for sure. Um, so Treyu leaves Rockbiter because he's given up, and he's walking around the city. And what's kind of cool is he starts to see on the walls some paintings of what the story has been so far yeah. kind of connecting what bastion is doing in the real you know, quote unquote real world with what's happening in yeah. fantasia which is a nice little touch you're confronting every all the adversity you've gone through yes yeah he did he they, there's a picture of the uh the tall fin guy giving yeah. orin to, to a treyu <laughs> I'm That's sure actually a name. bad drawing of him too. No, that was a really fucking good drawing. Of no, him. his head, his forehead isn't sloped and tall enough. Yeah, uh, they were being nice. Uh, Atreyu with Artex. Yeah. Um, they do all you know him seeing more, the the northern oracle, the the big tortoise. Yeah. Um, and he's looking around, and then the biggest deal is he runs into. Oh, it even shows Artex dying, which is another sad yeah. you know, part. Um. And him going through the Southern Oracle, all this stuff. So all the things we've done, all the things Bastion is reading, Atreyu notices that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but then the badass part comes up yeah. because he looks around and, oh, shit, son. Eyes. Yeah. They're those badass wolf eyes because he sees a picture of it and then he turns around and there's that fucking wolf. And that wolf is just like, yeah. Him status. Yeah, like. no, he's badass. And he is, what's cool is he's waiting to die. The fuck you want. Yeah, yeah. he is, he's just waiting. Yeah. And his, he introduces himself, his name is Gamork. And he's yeah. like, you are going, you're going to have the pleasure of being my last victim. Yep. And that's a badass line right there too. 
Um, but what he also says, and I had to write this one down because I love this quote. He said, people who have no hopes are easy to control and whoever has the control has the power. And I always like that um, as a badass bad guy quote there um, because basically Gamora goes, hey, um, I was looking for someone to kill before who had the power to stop the nothing. And Atreyu's like, I'm that guy, motherfucker. Like, if I'm going to die from the nothing right now, I'm going to take you out with me. Mm-hmm. And that's my para- paraphrase of what goes on between them, because that's basically what happens. <laughs> it's Gamora. This is a Atreyu's children's like, movie. They do not say motherfucker. Yeah, they don't say motherfucking fuck. But basically, Atreyu goes, hey, shithead, I'm the one. I'm the fucking one. <laughs> Just an almost shit out his yeah, shithead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he goes, he goes, Gamork's like sucking his own dick here. Like, I'm a badass wolf and I'm going to kill you. And Atreyu's like, well, fuck you. I'm the one who you were supposed to kill before. Come at me. He's like, come yeah. at me, bro. Like, Dude, and, okay. I think he even said, come at me, the, bro. The one episode of Jersey Shore I've seen, uh, what's his name? Got into a fight. Oh, was, I don't know. One shot, kid. One shot. He decked him in one shot. He just stat. And this is exactly what happened here. Atreyu just yeah. he found a jagged dagger like arrowhead yeah. type thing. The nothing's just... coming. Yeah, the nothing's coming around him. He doesn't have his weapons because remember he left them for some reason. He had to. But yeah, he found a jagged. But there, edge. Hey, there's a weapon. Yeah, another coincidence. There's a yeah. weapon. There's a way. So yeah, Atreyu says, "Come at me, bro. I'm not gonna die. I'm a warrior. I'm not gonna die to the nothing." Get get some. Yeah. So Gamork jumps, and it is a quick battle. I mean, basically Gamork's a dipshit and jumps no, right onto the blade. Nothing is like prolonged or yeah, no. drawn out. They got stuff movie. to do. It's already an hour plus in yeah. to this movie. Yeah. So, and I think it's like an hour and thirty, an hour and forty, yeah. maybe something yeah, like that. Yeah, hour thirty-four. There you go. Okay. So, um, he goes ahead, pushes Gamork's dead fucking coward corpse off of him because he's like fuck yeah just killed you um that Valcor, was the big climax of the movie well they still got we still got some yeah well that was one big well one. that was a big yeah that was a big deal because he is a big fucking wolf yeah. like if you saw that wolf you'd be like holy shit i, I don't want to fuck with this wolf and he in his eyes get all big and he's like working the with fangs, the nothing yeah bloody, his, yeah bloody snout yeah and i wish we could have done i wish we had printed this out and just done this whole back and forth of what they're saying to each other because i obviously paraphrase but, but obviously but i really really liked their back and forth of what they were doing i thought that was really well done yeah. um especially as a little kid because you're like yeah i'm gonna yeah. kill this i'm gonna kill this wolf it's gonna yeah. be badass um falcor while this is happening flies down picks up the Orin from under the water because yeah. he's also badass. Uh, Atreyu has killed Gamork, jumps on Falcor, and they fly off. And basically the nothing has taken away pretty much everything in Fantasia except for the it's Ivory Tower? Yes. Yeah. So they go back. They're like, we got to get to the princess because yeah. basically everything's gone. Yeah. And so it's sad again. It's sad. Um trying to think so he kind of like hopes for it or wishes for it or like they're they're flying through space and there's chunks of fantasia flying about yeah. it's like do you think the ivory tower is still intact it's like you just got a hope or wish or something like that and then like five seconds later which again yeah. they find it yeah, yeah it opens We've, basically all the debris yeah opens we do up. not have time to fuck around <laughs> yeah, no it's once it's stated yeah. it has to happen and that's why anyone says that this movie like lags yeah. or has boring <laughs> parts i don't know yeah. where they would be like, there's no time for yep. boring parts in this movie. Uh, so, Bastion is still reading the book. 
Um, yeah. And he's he's realizing something's going on, yeah. but he's excited to see the Empress. Yeah. Um, and Atreyu shows up, and it's just basically him and the childlike Empress and Falcor. Uh, he leaves Falcor, uh, and it's the childlike Empress. And it's the first time you really see her. Yeah. And she's like, great job. And he goes, what? The fuck? Yeah, the fuck are you talking about? Like, I failed you. Yeah. Um, here's Orin. That obviously didn't help. I, I could not find the bounds of Fantasia. I could not find the cure for you. And she goes, no, you, you brought him with you. He's like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, uh, after everything I did, don't, don't patronize me. Don't kid me around. Yeah. Don't, I, I just went through shit. I had to talk to a huge tortoise. I saw these huge stone breaths. Yeah. And then I killed Gamork. Yeah. Like, While you've been sitting up here being sick, in air quotes. Yeah. It doesn't look like, I mean, eh, it kind of looks like she's sick, yeah. but I mean, he's got scratches and scrapes all over. Yeah. But, anyways, basically, she says, no, you brought an earthling with you who's from the bounds of Fantasia. Like, Fantasia doesn't have any boundaries, but this is someone from another world. All he has to do is give me a name. Yeah. And Bastion's like, fuck, what are you talking about? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And Atreyu's like, fuck, that doesn't make any sense. Why isn't he helping? Like, Stop why does talking he... in riddles. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, Atreyu's like, why are you jerking me around? Yeah. Like, why... I, I can give you a name. Like, yeah. what's what's going on here? So Bastion is, like, looking at the book, like, what? I don't get this. And then, basically, she just starts talking to him. Like, yeah. she's just talking to Bastion. Like, yeah. give me a name. Like, he doesn't get it. The Earthling doesn't get it. And Atreides is like, why doesn't he give you a name? Like, what what's going on? And at all this time, the the um, Ivory Tower and the rest of Fantasia is basically, like, breaking crumbling. apart. Yeah, it's crumbling apart because... You know, Bastion doesn't realize he's the guy. He's the hero. You know, this is the hero that this world needs. It's in the tagline. It's in the tagline, yeah. for God's sake. So Maybe he it, knows and he just doesn't want to admit it. It is possible. Yeah. So he had once uh, mentioned that his mother had a beautiful name. It's too bad he doesn't have the chance to name uh, her that. Well, it turns out, Bastion, it is your turn to, to name that. Yeah. So... Atreyu's still whining. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I went through all this shit. Why isn't the Earthling yeah. you know, saying anything? Bastion looks perplexed, yes, to say very, the least. And then he starts yelling because he's like, I don't know what's going on. There's a storm happening outside Bastion in the real world. Um, There's and, no janitors about checking on the kids screaming in the attic. Yeah, apparently no one works there after hours yeah, ever. Yeah. Um, and then finally... Uh, you know, they're pleading. Basically, the childlike empress is pleading into the camera to Bastion. He's talking to her. <laughs> like He's talking to her and still can't realize what he's supposed <laughs> to do. Imagine filming this and she's like just crying to the camera like this. <laughs> yeah, that's... Cut a, look, cut a money promo into the camera. Right. But she does a very good job. Yeah. Like, I think and the so Childlike Empress so is great. She. Yeah, and Bastion does a great. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I think the acting in this is, is good for a kid's movie for yeah. sure. Yeah. So Bastion finally goes, fuck it. I, they must be talking about me. I don't even know what's going on. And he goes out to the window. Now, this for years, I had no idea the name he yelled out. But and you didn't know either. Right? I felt it was a it was a MacGuffin until the internet came a, became a yeah. big thing. I think if we had probably like rewound it and really done it, you could have. But yeah. no one really. You just listened to it for the first time. Um, so he yells out the name of his mother, which is Moonchild. 
Right. So now that's the Empress's name. Yeah. Now you think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And we learn that, you know, later on for the second, the sequel and everything like that. So it cuts to after the storm, after everything, it's just a blank black screen with just Bastion and the Empress. And she's got one grain of sand in her, in her palm. And that is what remains of Fantasia. So Bastion is worried that he hasn't made it. You know, it was too late. He wasn't able to do it. But it turns out that with that one grain, he can go ahead and make Fantasia over again. Mm -hmm. Because the whole point of this movie, which I still find very funny, the whole point of this movie is to get kids to read more so their imaginations are better. (laughs) But they're doing it through making them watch a movie. Right. So, unfortunately, it didn't work on me. I do tend to read a lot, but I never read the actual never-ending story book. Me neither. And I told Tristan, I had asked him if he had, if he had read it, it turns out that the sequel and the original movie that we're talking about were actually both part of the first book. So this is actually only halfway through the book the way they end this. I see. Okay. Yeah. So they just continue on. Now, they had to add more stuff into the second movie to make it a full movie. Right. But if they had combined them, they could have easily have done that, and then there wouldn't be any continuity issues and age differences and all that kind of stuff that they do. In so the, it's like in a Jurassic second. Park Lost World thing? Can kind we, of. Can we not talk about that movie? <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, my God. That just made me almost vomit. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I just imagine that girl doing her gymnast move and knocking a velociraptor out the second floor. And I just, if there was any justice in that world, in the world, the velociraptor would have caught her by her leg and just slammed her against the wall and eaten her in front of her father. Like that's, I'm like sorry. Like that haunted this was, house she went to in Orlando. Oh yeah. That yeah. was awesome. I, I did not talk about that on the podcast. I might have to do that sometime. Yeah. Do a horror special yeah. and talk about that. All right. Sorry. More references. Yeah. So basically, uh, Bastion goes, well, what do I do? And she says, well, make some wishes and Fantasia will grow around you. So if you were in Bastion's shoes, what would be your first wish? To have everything, well, not back to normal, but to have Fantasia whole again, at least. See, mine wouldn't. My first wish would be to have my dead mom back. <laughs> oh, that's true. I forgot that about that. I wish. forgot about that. <laughs> but besides that, you're right. And that's what Bastion does. That Bastion... really shows my attachment to my parents, yes. doesn't it? Damn. Sorry, well, Bastion, sorry, does, mom. Bastion does the same thing. He forgets about his dead mom and goes, fuck that. I want to ride Falcor <laughs> around <true>. Fantasia. <laughs> and... <laughs> I, I, want, I want everyone else that died throughout the course of the movie to come back yeah, to life. And that's but great. not yeah. the person who died before the movie took place. Yeah, so basically Bastion remakes Fantasia by <laughs> riding Falcor around Fantasia, Mom, which is in, badass. Mom's in heaven. She had a good run. Yeah, she, yeah. This da- is... Dad's got this unlocked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Him and his orange juice and yeah. whatever. The, I, okay, that was that a smoothie orange juice with... I saw him putting milk in there. He put and... milk, orange juice, and eggs in uh, his yeah, and just blended it and drank it. We didn't saw, even he talk saw about Rocky. That. Yeah, yes, that was that was the beginning. Sorry, folks, that was the beginning of the movie. Yeah, but um, so we get the music again, and Bastion and Falcor are flying around, and they see a Treyu, and Artax is back, so they're happy about that. They're waving to him, uh, and then they they go by the rock biter and the snail and and. Goblin guy. guy and all that. They wave to him. And then Falcor goes, what else would you like to wish for a trade? Oh, not. Fuck. I fucked Bastion. it up. Bastion. There, thank you. Bastion Bucks. Um, 
and he whispers into his big ear, and then Falcor laughs <laughs> his huge fucking laugh, which is great. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Anyway, whatever. So, what do you think that wish is? It's it's not to have his mom back. It is to go get those three fucking bullies that bullied him at the beginning of the movie. And how does he do that? By Falcor flying into the real world, which is easily a green screen. Of, yes. it, it's so great. It looks it looks great um, on the screen. But he 1984, chases, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah. He chases, he chases uh, the three bullies and they jump into the trash can to get away. And, dumpster. Yeah, the dumpster. Yeah. And the end is, you know, Hey, Bastion had a lot more wishes and a lot more adventures, but that's for another story. Right. And then the credits come up with the fucking awesome never-ending story uh, music. And do you remember how it goes, Tristan? Not the whole lyrics. I know the general. You want to do the chorus? Yeah. All right. One, two, three. Never-ending story. All right. That's enough. All right. We probably scared enough people off there. Uh, so that sounds that's like it. when we're singing at the landing. Oh yes, yes. So that is the end of the movie. We yeah. did it. We yeah. got through the entire thing. Um, I hope people enjoyed it. Now, like I said, there were two sequels to it. Yeah. Um, I might at some point do an Ian hates movies sequel uh, yeah. kind of thing. I didn't think that the second one deserved a whole. Maybe it does because we could just make fun of it the whole time. Well, I mean, it did star Jonathan Brandis of Sequest DSV and Sidekicks fame, and uh, and, and don't forget, uh, don't forget it. Yes, too. he was the lead character as a child in it, yeah. which I loved personally with uh, yeah. Seth Green in it as well. Yeah. He, he would la- he would later inspire David Carradine. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if anyone gets that reference. <laughs> Oh, so bad. Well, he was a dick in that second movie. Yes, he like, was. Like, yeah. It, Bastion becomes such a, like, dickhead. And his dad becomes, like, he looks like... Well, he gets younger. Yeah, very much younger. He gets younger. And then... He's like a construction worker. Well, no, no. You remember, he mentioned it multiple times. He's an engineer. Oh, he only right. believes what he sees. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. That's the whole thing, and then he reads the book. Why don't you way. read the book, then? Yeah, that was... Uh, you know, okay. I do want to go into that, but well, we can't do well, a whole. We well, just going back to this, you know, what we just reviewed, the old man, young boy dynamic definitely does not work in 2016. No, they would never like, be like able to Doc get away. Like Brown yeah. and Marty. Yeah, no, no, that kind of stuff. Yeah, a kid by himself going into a bookstore, yeah. stealing a book, and then the father coming back and being like, "I can't find my son. This book is definitely yours." And him going, like, maybe you should read it and find where your son is. Like, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. And then him going, like, okay, well, that makes sense. Even Coriander doing the come here gesture is creepy in yeah. 2016. Yeah. It's just... Movie holds up, but not that Yeah, much. I think, I mean, I besides the special effects stuff, which I think almost any 80s movie will have yeah. an issue with, um, I think it's great. I think it holds up, and it's not a nostalgic thing for me. I think if I saw this movie for the first time, I'd still think Falcor is badass. Yeah. I'd still like think Atreyu was great. Like but the Rock Biter's cool. Yeah, Rock Biter's are cool. The fast snail guy yeah. with the top hat. Like the the um, childlike Empress does a really good job. Yeah. So I see no issue with this movie. Oh no, this is a great movie. Yeah, it holds up. So I hope uh, Tristan, you have any plugs or anything. Uh, we've got the Total Package podcast, so listen to that soon. Our wrestling podcast. Yeah, we'll have um, we'll have links up that for that soon. That's going live soon. Um, obviously, this is Ian hates uh, movies. If you want 
uh, and it would help out if you did like the episode. Uh, you can rate me um, or us, I guess the whole podcast in general, um, on iTunes. Five stars preferably if you can because it gets us to move up in the rankings. If not, I understand. That's your own personal preference. Uh, but also I have on there as a separate podcast, The Ian Hates Music. Uh, today I just finished an episode that's online right now. It is uh, talking about the band A Day to Remember. Uh, which is a great band, and it's a lot of fun talking to Craig about music like that. So I've got those two, and i got to decide on what the next podcast will be, but at least you can go to uh, ianhates.com for any of the episodes. They'll leave comments. You can do all that kind of stuff. iTunes, once again, it's Ian Hates. Hopefully, I have filled out everything for Stitcher, so hopefully Android users won't have to just listen on the website, though hopefully. But Stitcher goes through a whole bunch more process than iTunes does for anyone who's gone through it before. So anyways, I think we're done. Um, I would love to talk more about Never Ending Story just because I love it so much. But I think we covered it's over an hour that was pretty much yeah everything. it was over an hour. I mean, we almost went for as almost as long as the movie actually is. Yeah. So I think we did a good job. Cool. So Tristan, any last uh, things? Well, have a good night, everyone. Thank you for listening. And I'll end the same way I always do with uh, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, guys. Peace.